Book of Ruth, chapter 1. Book of Ruth, chapter 1. Some tests are more difficult than others. Lord, have mercy. Ooh. Some tests are more difficult than others. And depending on your grade level and your course of study, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 1, Ruth, verse number 16. Well, let's read 15 and 16. You can read the whole chapter for the context. Most of us know the story of Ruth. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. When you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. Again, verse number 16, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay or where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. I want to talk about preparing the way for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Preparing the way for the glory of God. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, that your word, when it goes forth, will not return to you void. It will accomplish all that you desire. and You will prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us this day. Thank you, Lord God, for how you will speak, for how you will move. Thank you for what your word will accomplish in our lives this day. Be glorified. Be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Over the past few weeks, we've been experiencing the glory of God in a mighty way. And yet, there is still more that we can experience of God and of his glory. Hallelujah. Uh, There is no way we could have manufactured or done or created what God has done over these past few weeks. And you've seen the word of God become real in many of your lives. And we've heard testimonies as to uh, the word of God coming to pass things happening, and I'm sure there are more testimonies today, if I would ask, of people how God has moved and how God has confirmed his word in your lives. Uh, God is far beyond our comprehension. Yeah, yeah, we, we can know only what he reveals of himself to us, but with our natural, with our finite minds, there's God is far beyond our comprehension, and as such, his, his nature, his character, his majesty, his glory is far beyond our total comprehension. We can never fully know God or never fully understand him or fully explain his ways or his workings. We can explain only what he reveals to us and, and gives us the understanding of, but to have a complete understanding, to say that we've got it. We, we, we know God fully. We, we can explain all of his ways. We can explain how he moves and how he's going to move. We can't do that. That, that. That's beyond us. That's beyond us. Yet, as we journey uh, with him, he reveals more and more of himself to us. This glory uh, experience that we're having is It's beneficial to us because it not only enlightens us about God, shows us God, 
but, uh, but it also brings healing, brings deliverance, brings breakthroughs, brings breakouts, it brings break-ins. Hallelujah. Amen. It brings elevation. It brings confirmation. It brings everything else that God wants us to experience. When the glory of God is manifested in our midst, amen, what we need, we get if we're people of faith. What God wants to happen, happens when his glory is manifested in our midst. The book of Ruth gives us an insightful look uh, into what it takes uh, to prepare our way or to prepare the way for the glory of God in this world and, and in our midst. It's, it's quite an interesting book. And even though, you know, we've experienced some of the glory of God uh, even over the years, not just these past few weeks, but these past few weeks has been exceptional. Um, uh, uh, even though we've experienced these things, there is more for us to know, more for us to experience. And, and, and God is speaking to us about preparing the way for his glory. And there's something in this message today I know that's going to bless you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This book of Ruth is worth reading. If you've never read the book of Ruth, you ought to sit down and read it and pray for revelation and insight as you read the book. In this book, we see many ways that the glory of God is revealed, but we see it most vividly uh, when it comes to poverty-stricken, homeless, widow Ruth as she meets and marries Boaz, has a child, becomes the father of Jesse, who is the father of David, who is the ancestor of Jesus. I tell you, only God could orchestrate such a thing. Only God, only God could take a foreigner. Amen. Now, you know, when we say that, of course, our culture is totally far removed from this. But, but, but you got to get a glimpse, get a picture of, 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 of Hebrew history and, and their nationality and, and how God had instructed them to keep their bloodlines pure. Yeah. But God moves in his own awesome providence, his own awesome providential way. And only God could orchestrate it, what happened, or could have even taken what seemingly was a mistake in judgment and turned it around and caused it to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Is anybody in the house today? Has anybody ever made a mistake in judgment? And saw God turn it around and made it into a blessing. Amen. When you read the book of Ruth, you see, you see a man who made a mistake in judgment. But God turned it around and caused it to be a blessing. The book reveals us some things that will help us uh, in this process of seeking the supernatural glory of God, if you will. It shows us these Israelites, Elimelech and his wife, Naomi. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are two sons, Mahon and, uh, and what's the other one name? Chilion. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Shows us this man, there's a famine in Bethlehem. I mentioned a mistake in judgment, right? Bethlehem means house of bread. Ah, you see Elimelech, because there's a famine in the house of bread, decides he's going to take his family out of the place where God has decreed was the place of provision and take him to a foreign country. Yeah. Only to get there and tragedy strikes. So you, you see this. You see this happening. Uh, they moved to Moab in search of God, in search of food, excuse me, and probably in search of a better way of life. While there the sons grow up, they take wives, not of their own people. They take Moabite wives. And later on, the men die. You know the story. Uh, Elimelech dies, and then the two sons die. So here are three widows, three widows without provision. Nobody to take care of them. 
Naomi is a foreigner. She's in a strange land. She's not in a place where even her own family can step in and help her out. Amen. Amen. Now today, of course, you know, that's sometimes far removed from us because we can be around our family and our family don't want to help. Amen. But, 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 but in Israel, in the nation of Israel, among the Hebrew people, they understood their responsibility of taking care of the widows and the orphans. Amen. And, and, and God even gives them directions concerning aliens in the land and how they were to take care of the aliens because God loves everybody. Amen. Anyway, Naomi becomes bitter. She's angry with God. And she, blame, and she blames God for her calamity. You know, it's something when we make decisions that are contrary to the will of God, and contrary to the order of God, and then something happens uh, and we get mad at God. When God didn't make the choice. But we made the choice. You know, we, we, sometimes we make bad decisions and and then we keep on making bad decisions. We don't repent. We don't turn. We just dig our ditches deeper and deeper. Are y'all listening? Is anybody in the house this morning listening? Amen. Just think about decisions that you've made that were bad decisions. And think about those times that you did not learn from your mistakes. But kept on making bad decisions. Come on, listen, people. You know, sometimes when I ask the teenagers, do they know this? And they say no. And, and I look at the adults and, and judging by our, our deeds and actions, we don't know it either. Sometimes we make bad decisions, bad choices, and we keep on. We don't get out of the bad choice. We keep on in the same mess. We keep on making the wrong choices, the wrong decisions, and things get totally bad, and we blame God. We blame God for what happened. This is what happened with Naomi, amen? Um, this is what happened with Naomi. She blamed God for her calamity. Yeah, God wants us to know that he does respect our right to choose, saints. He does. He respects our right to choose, we can choose anything that we want to choose. But when we make bad choices, there are consequences for those bad choices. There are consequences. We teach our children that. We teach our children. Adults, are we listening? We teach our children that there are consequences for bad choices. But then we make bad choices and don't realize that there are consequences for the bad choices that we make. Or we don't want to acknowledge that there are consequences for the bad choices that we make. And then when things begin to happen, we're asking God, why did you let that happen? Or why did this happen to me? Wow well, was right. Somebody else should have said, wow. Yeah. But the lesson, the lesson we want to learn today is not from Naomi. The lesson we want to learn today is from Ruth. Yeah. It is in Ruth that we see the way prepared for the glory of God to be revealed. And I want us to listen carefully to this message this morning. Because we see in Ruth's situation how in her situation it is prepared for the glory of God to be revealed. You see, against all odds, Somebody say, against all odds. Against all odds, Ruth forges her way into the place of blessing. She is a Moabitess, and after the death of her husband, she's a widow. She could have gone back to her parents, to her family, to her people. Naomi even encourages her to do that. Her sister-in-law decides to return to her family, but Ruth refuses, and Ruth says to Naomi, where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And this is the key right here. Your God shall be my God. 
I'm not going with you so I can find a man. I'm going with you because I discern that there is a connection with you where I'm going to be blessed. At least I discern that I need to stay with you. There's something about your God that I want to find out about. Your God shall be my God. Yeah. She goes on to say, where you die, I will die. Where you be buried, I'll be buried. May the Lord deal with me so severely if anything but death separates you and me. Naomi, I mean, Ruth had a revelation about this connection with Naomi. Yeah, something that Naomi didn't even understand. Y'all hear me? Naomi didn't even understand her position. Because Naomi is bitter. It's a bad thing to be bitter. If you got bitterness in your heart about anything, you need to be delivered this morning. You need to be set free because bitterness will block the blessings of God in your life. Listen, I don't care what people have done to you. It is not worth the blessings of God being blocked in your life. I don't care what you have lost. It is not worth the blessings of God being done. What you're dealing with is where you are right now. You can't even see where God has taken you. You're not even trying to look over into your future and discern that where you're going to be is better than where you are right now. You're just thinking about where you are, what that man did, what that woman did, or what that person. Let it go. It is not worth it. Tell your neighbor it's not worth it. Mm. Well, some of y'all should have jumped up and ran around the circle and shouted, it ain't worth it, it ain't worth it, it ain't worth it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 my. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, you got to let things go. Don't say you can't let it go. What our children, what our teenagers are learning this morning is that they're learning, they're learning this morning is that there are things we cannot do in our own strength and power. That's why we're under grace. Because we learn to depend on the power of the Holy Ghost. Some of us are still works based. We need to be grace based. Oh yeah, we're still works based. I ain't got time to preach that. Tell your neighbor it's not worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, if we want the glory, somebody say, I want the glory. Hallelujah. That, that, that's the important thing. That's, that, that's the important thing. Say, I want the glory. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> say, I don't want to be vindicated. I want the glory. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't hear me say, don't say, 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 I don't want to be proven right. I just want the glory of God. I don't understand y'all this morning. I tell you what, I, I need to go somewhere else and preach this. I need to be over in Africa preaching this. Say, 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 I don't want the money back. I just want the glory of God. Somebody ought to shout glory in this house. Say, listen, say, say, I don't want an apology. I just want the glory of God. Hey, when the glory is revealed, everything else falls in place. When the glory is revealed, everything else gets in order. Say, I want the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if we're going to see the glory, don't, don't, y'all don't make me work so hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> hallelujah. If we want to see the glory, yeah, if we, if we want to see the glory of God uh, revealed in our midst against all odds, say against all odds, we must, fo- we must forge our way into the place of blessings. Now, 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 what are some of the odds that we're up against? Huh. A lack of forgiving ourselves for the sins that we've committed. God will forgive us. We won't forgive ourselves. Some of us, we pray 20, 30, 40, 50 times, Lord, please forgive me. Every time we think about the thing, we pray, Lord, I'm so sorry for what I did wrong. The Bible says that if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And if we confess our sins, the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to do what? Cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Because you pray 50 times does not mean that you have forced God's hand. If you prayed in faith the first time. Are you understanding? You got to forgive yourself. Stop yourself on the back. No, no, this one you need to rub yourself. Say, I forgive you. I forgive self, I forgive me for what I did wrong. The Lord already forgave me. I'm releasing this thing. I'm free. I'm free from it. I ain't got to ask for forgiveness no more. It's over. It's done with. It's under the blood of Jesus. And now I'm praising God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 we have to forgive ourselves, amen? That's one of the odds that's against us. We won't forgive ourselves. Along with that comes guilt. And along with that comes the accusations of Satan against us. Are you listening to me? Satan begins to accuse us. You ain't right. You know you weren't right. You know you know you're wrong. You know what you did. Uh, God didn't forgive you. You you ain't you ain't good. There's nothing good in you. You're gonna do it again. You know the Satan comes up. That's an odd that is against you. But the Bible says they over, they overcame him. The Satan goes before the Lord daily, accusing the brothers. But they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And what else? What's your testimony? What's the word of your testimony? What are you confessing out of your mouth? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an odd that's against us. Against all odds, she forced her way. Wrong perceptions of righteousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to work, you know. I got to work. work. This is where the works thing come in at. You know, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't ushering because you love the Lord. You ushering because... Uh, you got to clear your guilty conscience. I ain't talking about my ushers now. I'm just using this as an example. I ain't talking about nobody. All right, I'm just using this as an example. You don't, you don't, you don't sing. You don't sing because you love God. You sing because you're trying to work something out. God doesn't. He, that's not what He's looking for. He wants you doing whatever you do because you love Him. Your tithes. Nobody should force you to bring the tithes and then you feel guilty, amen, when you're here and you don't want to come to church. I ain't got no money to give. What kind of mess is that? Because you are, your righteousness is based on works. You give because you love God. And when there's no money, you find a way to give. I tell you, I was so blessed in Malawi every time I go, but this time it was just awesome. See people bringing lappers, and I ain't never seen nobody bring a coat and put it in the offering. I ain't seen nobody in America bring a pair of shoes and put it in the offering. You see, some of our problem is whatever we give ain't going to be the best we have. We'll go give something, but we're going to go back and dig up back up in the closet and find something 
that we don't want. There's no good to us anymore, and then we might bring that and give it. But what about that new pair of shoes you just bought yesterday? You spent all your money during the Black Friday rushes. You wouldn't be honest and tell me you went. And now, come on, bring it. You ain't got no money this morning. Just bring one of those gifts you bought for Christmas. Come on, bring it. And, and, and let us take it, and, 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 and we can go turn it in. We can take it back and get the money and give to the church. Are you understanding? But we do things because we're trying, to, we're trying to make things right with God. But the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ because we have trusted in what, teenagers? Thank you. Come on, say it loud because the adults don't know it. The finished work of who? Christ where? On Calvary. The finished work. You've trusted in the finished work of Christ on Calvary. You are the righteousness of God. There's nothing else you can do to make yourself righteous. Now everything you do is out of your love for God. Lord, have mercy. These are odds that are against us in our minds that, 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 that are working against us. Doubt. Lack of trust, lack of faith. The crowds that are around us as we are trying to get to Jesus. And there's all of these voices that are speaking to us. Voices from our past. Voices from our family, our ancestors. All of this stuff coming at us, trying to block us as we try to get to Jesus. But if we're going to get there, we have to do like Ruth did. And we have to forge our way against all odds that we might get to the place of blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we can do it because God has decided for us in Jesus Christ. Just as God was waiting on Ruth, we don't think of it like this, but God was waiting on Ruth. God had orchestrated things. Hear me now. Get a picture in your mind. There's something that you need. There's a reason you came to worship this morning looking for a word from God. God has orchestrated things and he's waiting on you. <laughs> Hallelujah! We're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. He was waiting on Ruth. He was waiting on Ruth. He was waiting on Ruth to get the revelation that she needed to be connected to Naomi and stay with her. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. She said, where you go, Naomi? She may not call it Naomi. Maybe she did. I'll go. Will you lodge? I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God shall be my God. And I said that was the key because sometimes, you know, we, we have to pray for the people. <laughs> Come on, say amen. Because in all of our families, we got people we just have to pray for. They're they family, they're our people. But we just got to pray for them, you know, so, you know, we just know they're our people. But the key was, she said, I'm going to accept your God as my God. He is going to be my, and not only did she say it, but she lived it. She lived it. She lived it. She lived it. And that is the way that it has to happen for us. There is a way that you and I must live. Ruth didn't just talk about what she was going to do, she lived it. She actually refused to return to her people, whether by discernment, a, dedica uh, a dedication to a mother-in-law, uh, whatever it was, she refused to return to her people. She refused to return to her people. Lord, have mercy. 
she lived out what she determined in her spirit to do uh, by revelation. Talk gets you nowhere. You got to live this thing out. You can talk about it all day long, but you got to live this thing out. Amen? Ruth teaches us how to live because she prepared herself for the glory of God to be revealed. She didn't even know anything about the glory of God, but she just followed the revelation of God that prepared her for that glory to be revealed. So what do we see in Ruth? We see that Ruth lived by faith. She lived by faith. She lived by faith. She lived by faith. When she gets back to Bethlehem, she said, now, it said, now Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a man of wealth uh, of the family of Elimelech, whose name was what? Y'all know about Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, listen what Ruth said now. She prepared the way for the glory. All right. Listen to what Ruth said. And pay attention to what Ruth did. Ruth said to, Naomi didn't say to Ruth. Teenagers, are we listening? Some things you got to pick up by discernment. Your parents cannot tell you everything. Your parents may not think to tell you everything. But there are some things you should discern from what your parents have lived before you. Maybe I should say adults too because all of us have parents. Ruth said to Naomi, let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain after him in whose sight. She wasn't talking about Boaz now. She didn't know nothing about Boaz. She didn't know anything about Boaz. After him in whose sight I shall find favor. Naomi said to her, go, my daughter. And Ruth went and gleaned in a field after the reapers. And she happened to stop at the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. There is, there is a Latin proverb that says, providence assists not the idle. Let me turn it around. Providence does not assist the idol. You sitting back waiting on God. God, I won't. I got diabetes, Lord, and I want to be healed. Hey, I cooked some uh, potato pie. I got some egg custard and some deep dish. You want a piece? Yeah, baby, bring me a piece now. You know I, you know I love some good old potato pie, and and, and you got some. We got some rice and some gravy and some corn, and um, some potatoes. Yeah, bring me some of all of that. Well, you know you you ought to go see the doctor. I'm just waiting on God for my healing. Oh, let, let's go to, let's go to, let's go to, let's go to financial breakthroughs. God, I, I, I want a financial breakthrough. I, I want, I want, a, I want, I, 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 I want, I want a million dollars to come into my hands. Well, you know, you know, they're hiring over, no, I'm, I'm waiting on God. I don't want that job. You know, they're hiring at McDonald's. You know, I ain't working at McDonald's. McDonald's, McDonald's, who you think? God's going to do this thing for me. God's going to. Providence does not assist the idol. Ruth could have gone to Bethlehem and sat down. But she was hungry. Her mother-in-law was hungry. They didn't have anything. They could have waited for the kinsman redeemer to come to the house because the word had gotten back that Naomi was back in town. So they could have sat in the house and waited on the kinsman redeemer to come. 
and been hungry the whole time, suffered the whole time. But Ruth says, I'm going to get up and go and glean in the fields. She was not the kind of woman that would sit back idly. So she asked Naomi for permission to go and glean in the fields so they would have food to eat. So they would have food to eat. This was a step of faith on Ruth's part based on God's command, hallelujah, based on God's command in the law. And, and if you read the law in Leviticus 19, 9 and 10 and 23 and, 23 and 22, they were to leave a certain amount of food, a grain in the field, so that the poorer people could come in and glean and have food to eat. All right? Whenever they reaped a harvest, they were to consider the poor. All right? Hallelujah. Because they realized that, it, that everything they had came from God and that, it, that he had, a, had every right to tell the people how to use it. Are you listening? Hallelujah. And, and this was just proof. If I would preach a political sermon to America today, this is just proof that God's word and in his word there is a concern for the poor. Yeah. But anyway, I ain't preaching about that. Yeah, yeah. So since Ruth believed God, and believed that God loved her and would provide for her, she set out to find a field where she could glean. Okay? Completely an act of faith. Ruth is a stranger in the land. Ruth knows nobody. So she does, and there are no signposts. There's not a sign that says, this is the Smalls property, and, and this is the Stevens property, and this is the Jackson property. There are no signs. So she don't know whose field she's going to glean in. And this is how God orchestrates things. Say God orchestrates. Say God orchestrates. You cannot, you cannot figure out what God has already orchestrated for your life. There is no way you can find yourself in the right place apart from God. God there is no way Ruth could have found Boaz's field apart from God. No boundary markers. Nothing. And then as a woman, she was especially vulnerable. So she had to be careful where she went. God had to order her steps. And it's here where Boaz enters the story. Chapter 2, verses 1 and 3. Boaz is a relative of Elimelech. Now listen to Boaz, the meaning of Boaz's name. It means a man, oh, excuse me, in him there is strength. Yeah, in him is strength. Boaz is a man of standing in the community, not a poor man. That's why somebody preached that sermon about finding your Boaz. You know, and a whole lot of folk were just getting jumping and excited because they were thinking about finding a man of means. You don't realize that you need to take the one that God give you and pray for him and work with him. Because that might be the one that, that that's, if that's the one God got for you, that's the one God got for you. Just, 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 work, just work with the one God got for you. Don't get disgusted. Don't get, don't get, don't get uneasy. Don't get ants in your pants. Yeah, just work with him now. Work with him, work with him. He might be at McDonald's today. Glory to God. But you keep praying for him. Listen, you keep praying. Sometimes you got to. Say, Lord, Lord, sew my lips together. Just sew my lips together I shut my mouth. Because this is the one you gave me. And in the spirit, you got to see him for who he's going to be, not what he is right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, glory to God. Mm. Yeah. So, 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 so Boaz means, Boaz means in him is strength. In him is strength. And the record says that Ruth happened, happened to come to the portion of the field that belonged to Boaz. But we know that it was not an accident. Her steps were ordered by the Lord. Mm, 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 mm. Her steps were ordered by the Lord. Now, those of you who are not married, make sure your steps are ordered by the Lord. Listen to me good. G-O-O-D, good. Listen, if you want a husband, make sure your steps are ordered by the Lord. Not by flesh. Flesh has gotten a whole lot of people into trouble. What you see Listen, this ain't funny, it's the truth. And what you feel that you ain't supposed to be feeling till you get married. Make sure your steps are ordered by the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her steps were ordered by the Lord. God's providential working in our lives is a delightful wonder and even a mystery. God is constantly working on our behalf. We got to trust him. We got to trust him. God is accomplishing his gracious purposes in our lives. We need to pray. We need to seek him and his will we need, and, 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 and as we make decisions. But God will order the events in our lives. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we want to see the glory of God, we got to live by faith. Now faith. Not tomorrow faith. And I, I, know, I know proper English. But we got to hear this. Now faith. So when God moves, we got to be ready to move. When God orchestrates things, we got to be in the right place. Wasn't just Ruth's decision to get up that morning because her stomach was growling to go look for food. God was stirring her stomach to growl. God stirred her, decided she was going to get up to go get food. And God ordered her steps. God guided her to the right place. Are you listening? Are you listening? Hallelujah. Yeah. She lived by faith. Yep. If we want to see God's glory revealed, Act, live by faith, act in faith. Faith is action. Faith is not inaction. Faith is action. Stand in faith. Believe in, not doubting. Whatever God says, claim it. Stand on it. Amen? Amen. Wake up in here. Come on, come on, come on. Come back, come back, come back. Come back. Tell your neighbor, come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what, well, you know what we got to understand is we are not an accident. Tell yourself I'm not an accident. Tell yourself that. Say I'm not an accident. Tell yourself again, I am not an accident. I am here on purpose. I was in the mind of God before the foundation of the world. God's thoughts toward me are good only. They're not evil. They're to give me a future and a hope. Hallelujah. Now, 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 if I'm not an accident, God knows what I'm going through. God knows what I'm dealing with. God knows what I need. 
And he's at work bringing about his will and good pleasure in my life. He's doing that right now. He is doing that right now. He is doing that right now. He is doing that right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there, it, faith is required of us. Faith is required of us. Some of us get a revelation about things and then we question, is this God? Faith doesn't question. Faith steps out there. Say, God, I'm going with this. I'm trusting you. And I believe you, Lord God, in the midst of this. Doubt says, well, what if you fail? Well, if I fail, God's got me. He's going to lift me back up. Yeah. He's going to take me through. Are you listening to me? There are folks that don't even believe God, and they start 10 and 12 companies. The first one goes bankrupt, they go and start another one. That goes bankrupt, they go and start another one. And then they keep on going until they finally get something right. They don't even believe God. And here we are sitting back, I'm waiting on God. Lord have mercy. She lived by faith. But not only she lived by faith, she lived by grace. Somebody say grace. What is grace? Y'all answer me too slow. What is grace? Lord have mercy. When Ruth set out that morning to glean in the fields, she was looking for someone who would show her grace. As a woman, as a poor widow, as an alien, Ruth could have no claim on anyone or anything. She needed grace. Amen. She needed grace. She was the lowest of the lowest on the, on the totem pole, on the rung of the social ladder. Therefore, she was looking for somebody who would show her grace. Are you looking for grace today? Maybe you think you got it all together. Are you looking for grace today? Grace is favor bestowed on somebody that does not deserve it and cannot earn it. You don't deserve it and you can't earn it. Listen, you and I are here this morning by grace. We're here by grace. We don't deserve to be here and we could never earn the right to be here. And what God has and what God will bless us with today, we don't deserve it. We cannot earn it. That's why it's grace, saints. That's why it's grace. We cannot allow Satan. We cannot allow doubt to block what God wants to do in our lives. He already knows we don't deserve it. That's the wonderful thing about it. He already knows we don't deserve it. He already knows you don't deserve debt cancellation. You hear me? He already knows you don't deserve it. And there's nothing you can do to earn it. His blessings are not for sale. But he decided for us. I said he decided in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he bestows his blessings out of his abundant grace. I still think I need to be preaching this somewhere else this morning because I think that deserves a praise break because I'm blessed by the grace of God. I'm alive by the grace of God. Money is coming in my pocket by the grace of God. Money is coming in my bank account by the grace of God. Health was restored to my body by the grace of God. Health is going to be restored to your body by the grace of God. Stuff is going to be set in order in your family by the grace of God. You don't deserve it. You cannot earn it. But it's by the grace of Almighty God. Ruth set out looking for grace. What did you set out for this morning? What did you set out for this morning? What were you looking for? You were looking to come to church and, and, and see somebody get healed? Or were you looking for grace in your life? Were you looking to come to church and run around and dance and shout? Or were you looking for grace? God, you know my situation. I just need your grace. I just need your grace. I'm looking for grace, Lord. I'm looking for grace. I'm looking for grace. When I get up in the morning, I'm looking for grace. 
Hallelujah. 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 You got to understand that God has some people in this world that will grace you. God has some Boazes still in this world. God has some ways to bless you like Ruth was blessed with Boaz. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we marvel at the grace of the providence of God. Hallelujah. But God is a providential God. God has set some things in place for his people. He's waiting on us to walk into it. He's waiting on us to walk into it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's waiting on us. We have a, an appointment with grace. I think I mentioned the other day that God works by appointments. At the appointed time. At the appointed. Meeting Boaz was Ruth's appointed time. She had an appointment that morning when she left home. She didn't set the appointment, mind you. Are y'all listening? She didn't set the appointment. She didn't even know Boaz. She didn't even know anything about this man. But God set up the appointment. And God orchestrated her steps. God has set an appointment for somebody today. He set an appointment for somebody today. Hallelujah. As we commit ourselves to the Lord and our lives to the Lord, we walk in faith, forging our way against all odds. We're preparing the way for God's glory. We walk by faith. We live by grace. And then we'll be skin to see the glory of God revealed in our midst. We'll begin to see the glory of God revealed in our midst. Hallelujah. 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 Let's stand to our feet this morning.